One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ok, Peter, da er vi der igen. Samme gamle cirkuset, altså mens kollega Murvold gnudde på med sånn strøken amerikansk. Thank you, mate. You're a god's good sport, mate. Det var kanskje australsk. Ja, det er bommet du allerede ja. der. Da han intervjuet La Liga-stjerne på Granca, så skal jeg da prøve mig på, og du da for så vidt også, på utenlandsk igjen. Men det er jo gode nyheter. Han snakker jo egentlig flyttende svensk. Ja, fordi det er jo slik, eh, Jordi, at du forstår norsk og svensk, men forløpig så vil du ikke snakke så mye selv, er det sånn? Ja, jag förstår det lite absolut och uh, det är er många år nu uh, mellan Sverige och uh, Norge. Så du frågar mig på norsk, jag jag tror det jag kan förstå det 80 % kanske. Ja. Men jag kommer inte svara på engelska, jag tror det är er bättre. Det var bra det då. Alltså gör det is better in Swedish than you are in English. Oh no no. Not That's easy ja, to establish. Okej, okay. last year. <laughs> Problemet är er att vi snackar ju aldrig vi we never talk English anymore in the daily life. Hör på aksangen då. Um, men vi får ju hört ju det um, på Gran Canaria att du du ropte ju det kommer vatten. Då vanning you were in charge of the watering system in the <laughs> training. Charge. Wow, guys, you know every detail. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. impressive. And then he shouted, not in English, but, Det kommer vatten! Det kommer det vatten. Oh, det er sant. Ja. I have my my word sentences uh, in Swedish. So, and I know they, they are applying well in Norway yes. as well. Ja, so. ja. Vi, det forstår vi. Det var klart. Ja, det var klart. Til alle spillere. Yes. Og så vil jeg jo si det at Alfred Johansson, han har jo vært tydelig til både mig og Petter at vi skal jo presse. Vi, vi er going to pre- press, push, push you a little bit. Perfect, please. Ja, for du forstår mer enn du pretender. Exakt. Ja. Um, men du menar att du är bättre än mig, så då kan du bara lena mig bakom så kan du ta över hela showen då. Ja, det kan jag ju, men det hade varit lite kedligt. Du ville vara med säkert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, men Hordi, du har varit i Sverige och i Norge sedan 2011. Uh, vi har ju en hopptränarstöckel som snackar fluent norsk. Uh, er det gjorde nätter ett kvarter i Norge. Ja, Fler exempel är er du lite lite lat som inte har tagit ordentligt tak, lite lazy not uh, spoke more Swedish in all these years Norwegian No actually I will say I'm feeling excited to speak uh, more uh, Swedish or Norwegian that's yeah. the truth 
but as I said uh, before, off record. <laughs> uh, now it's on. Yeah, now it's on. Yeah. That's fine. I'm actually going to say the same. <laughs> okay. so, but it's true that at the beginning, uh, I, I wanted to invest my time and knowledge into into the English narrative. Uh, but after many years now, uh, I think it's time to apply all this uh, surrounding environment, people talking Norwegian, Swedish around me. So I'm more than happy that you guys push me. Yeah. That's good. Da kommer vi til å blande litt Kjør norsk du, Ole. Ja, vi kommer Sakte. til å blande litt igjen, så kan vi ta spørsmålene hvis det er vanskelig på, på engelsk. Så var vi litt usikre på om du i det hele tatt kunne komme i dag. Har du vært syk, Hordi? Sick? Ja, så vi hører rykter om en, mang, en Rosenborg-kaptein. Nei, men inte som... inte in meg. Nei. Inte meg. Det gikk bra? Ja, yeah, I think it's important to to be protected, good energy, uh, workouts, good food and drink, and uh, good resting. So, but there was a Norwegian uh, in the squad uh, the last couple of days at the Gran Canaria. Yes, and we were joking about it last time. Oh, hope I hope no one gets, gets it on the plane. Yeah, there's a But it happened. It happened, uh, and it was uh, unfortunate actually, but uh, it happened, and uh, and the players did really well, especially some of them. I don't know how they handled this long trip of six hours on the plane, and it was actually like they were dropping like uh, like an, every hour one player. You know, we were turning around, another one Ooh. feeling sick, and uh, at some point it was a little bit. Uh, we felt bad, of course, because it's not the most comfortable place <laughs> where to feel uh, bad. But um, but Maybe they survived. Maybe the worst place. Maybe yeah, the worst place. I guess so. Uh, but we felt. Uh, that uh, after a day that uh, we allowed the players to have some time off. Uh, they were eating uh, somewhere in the city and uh, some virus of bacteria uh, was around and, and they were feeling bad. Yeah. Uh, what that, about now then? They are fine. Everyone? Actually. Yeah, yeah. They are back and they are being actually resting a few days at home after the trip. Uh, and now they are back in training. For the... Uh, Jeg hører jo nå at det kommer til å gå på engelsk og norsk, er det det? Så ha, mis- ha miskunn med oss, folkens. Ja, ja, ja. Eh, men vi hørte jo rykter om en, eh, jeg skal ikke nevne navn, men en mangeårig Rosemorg-kaptein de siste årene, da, som slet ordentlig på den her flyturen hjem, og du advarte om det på forhånd, sant, i forrige podcast, Petter. Eh, og så ville Skåne og familien han kom hjem, eh, Annelene og barna, nevner ikke navn fortsatt. Så det eh, Men jeg tror Markus lå på hotell eh, rett etter hjemkomst for å skåne familien, for han fikk det her ordentlig på fly, og jeg under eh, Markus Henriksen, jeg under ingen Och få det här på flyget. Murvold kollega vår var ju på samma flyg och han observerade lite grann. Så var det toaletten i föran i flyget var stängt hela turen. Ja. Dedicated till syke folk. Tänkte det varit in på där då. Ja, nej, jag syns inte på men det går heldigvis över då så ja. Men så hör vi ju då att allt som sker i Rosenborg garderoben och på träningsfältet, det är er ju på engelsk. Nå. Så det är er ju blivit yes. ny standard. This is uh, true. Um, English is the the language that uh, has been chosen basically because we have foreign players and uh, and I think it's easier and uh, we simplify the process simplify the process by by optimizing time talking english everybody understands point slut that's how it goes at uh, um, man but the man to man coaching yes, is of course in swedish yeah uh, and and that's of course if you talk, if we talk to jay then it's going to be in english yeah. uh, if we talk to marcus i can do it in english but alfred can speak uh, swedish or norwegian that's that's how it's going to work but uh, how important is it for you then to to do everything uh, um, for when you have meetings for every player that everything is in english i mean i think it's about common sense we have players from all around uh, and not everybody gets every detail when we speak Swedish or Norwegian. So I think it's fair 
that uh, we are sure that the message is uh, is arriving to every player and every coach. So that's the only reason. And uh, right now, people feel comfortable with, uh, and and we go from there. For I'm not including that, Peter. Also, no, we can't just point a finger at anyone. But we have had trainers in the past who have had been on my level, like på engelska då kommer nog lite fel lite artigheter av det sånt på sociala medier och sånt sant i ja. lost in translation. Ja, ja. Men det är er ju nog med eh, att alla möter alla felles ting sker på samma språk. Jaden Nelson följer sig uppenbart eh, mer som en del av gängen hvis allt sker på engelsk när de möter. Ja ja, helt uppenbart. Och kanske är er det speciellt fint för Nelson för han tränger ju lite hjälp med det taktiska och då passar ju fint att han skönar allt och inte bara exactly. But actually it's a good point uh, and I have actually something to mention that can reinforce the fact why we use English. We are presenting now our game model, isn't it, to players and the staff the way we want to play and we have a long terminology in English, specific words that means a specific situation on the pitch for example or a phase of the game. We need to, and we want actually to create this terminology in the vocabulary of players and staff. So when we speak, we say we speak the same. And if we talk about playing between lines, uh, everybody knows what does it mean, playing between lines. Or if we talk about pressing or pushing, there are different terms that we want also to differentiate when it comes to the meaning. Uh, and that's actually a good point that to mention because we are in this process of learning each other how we speak and how we communicate. Mm. Offside sådan rolle. Offside is the same. Så kan sådan lidt første gang, hvor det har spillet os altid på alle. Not in training actually, because sometimes it's offside and it's not for us coaches yeah. like doing referees yeah, and yeah. the players get so pissed. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. we said day one, we are bad referees. So are. Don't complain. Yeah. That's an old trick at Blackenall. Yeah, well, that's Nils Arne used to do the same. Uh, if if the training is, you know, if the intensity is a bit low, if if the quality is not good enough. Just start to refer, be the baddest referee yes, exactly. possible. Exactly. Then I, I don't think we are that good. If the training is good, we are bad referees as well. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, how is his English? Top. Top. Yes. But he's uh, young and... Uh, top notch. Yeah, top notch. Top notch. Tett i Trengvik å snakke om. Den engelsken tror jeg... Ja, den er solid. Ja, den er solid. Um, og nå da? Lund Hansen sin engelsk da. Alex Lund Hansen, his English, is that okay? I think so. Actually, I met him not as much as others, but um, but I think it's good. Off your English? Yes. Yeah. He's from Off your English. On the other side of the fjord here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know actually the accent, but I've been. Uh, how do you sp- how do you say it about the Norwegian up here? Trøndersk. Trøndersk. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do, you, is, do you find it hard to understand? N- not at the moment. I mean, guys, I'm listening to you and. Yeah. Sounds good for me. Jeg snakker ikke trøndersk, da. Det kan du ta helt uh, fullstendig. But we adapt. He is not trøndersk. Uh, he is from the... Cold mid- middle of Norway. Uh, men, uh, <laughs> he is from the mountains. <laughs> uh, og nå da, her kommer jo en liten elefant i rommet her, for å se da om uh, Hordi vil uh, si noe om det. For nå kommer det jo en slovakisk midtstopper fort, da. Thomas, Nems- Thomas Nemsik fra Zilina. Det er sikkert Nemtsik. Nemtsik. Det siste fra Slovakia er jo at, og det meldes fra Slovakia da, at um, det er et lån med opsjon på kjøp. Hör du snackar Thomas Nemchik gott engelsk? <laughs> ja, vet inte. But it's a good push. I mean, I think you're doing right. But I'm a good defender, eh? <laughs> Men vad kan du se si om han? Altså, det är er ju ett rykte som går om han och Rosenborg här. No, we know guys that you of course has been talking about this uh, players and option and obviously the club is doing uh, the work. We need to, to um, understand that we are coming into the window transfer and uh, we need to check every point the strength and the weaknesses and the possibilities that we have to 
to look around the market and uh, the name that you mentioned I don't know much to be honest but um, I actually are after, you honest? After, yeah yeah after <laughs> after reading the newspaper I, I was there and googling the player so uh, I got some info thank you so much <laughs> Nej, masse U21-landskapet for Slovakia da, og det sier seg at den er god med ball, har sine store styrke i det offensive delen av spillet, venstrebeint, og så har det vært litt sånn det defensive som har vært uh, spørsmålet ved han her, uh, Nemchik. Så får vi se. Alt tyder på at han blir Rosenborg-spiller, eller slik det er nå, innen det aller nærmeste. Kanskje allerede nå her uh, legges ut på, um, til det publikk. Uh, men uh, mitt... Jeg synes jo det, altså, nu har vi jo så langt i vinter snakket om spillere ut. Mhm. Det här är er något morsomstå snack. Det här det är er det här Rosenborg på något handlar om för många mm. i övergångsvinduar. Vem kommer, vem går. Mm. Ja, sant. Men det har ju stort sett handlat om spelare ut. Ja. Det är er lite kul att det är er ett namn som kanske kan vara på väg in också. Ja. Men kan du se si något om uh, detta är er ju en mittstopper som det som skrives om. Mm. Jag skönjer att du kommer till att vara försiktig här, men är uh, er det en position där det leter? Yeah, I understand. I mean, uh, and it, I don't have to be careful. I mean, to be honest, once again, we have a lot of central backs, especially from the academy as well, that they've been participating in Spain right now, and they did great on training and games. Uh, we have already established central backs uh, in the squad that uh, we value because uh, qualities, because experience, because presence and um, and personality, which is important. But as I said, we need to check every position right now in the squad. We know that we just came, we are scanning what are the possibilities. And uh, absolutely, we want a specific competence when it comes to a back uh, back uh, line player, centrally or right-left. And uh, left-footed players are well considered in our game model. And uh, absolutely, it could be an interesting option to to see different uh, possibilities in the market in this window. Det var det jeg skulle si. Han sa det jo litt selv her nå, men det er jo to typer spillere som en hver klubb til en hver tid skjer etter. Det er en spiss som skårer mål, ja. og så er det en venstrebeinstopper. Ja. Det er liksom de to mest verdifulle spillerne på en fotballbane, omtrent. Det er i hvert fall de aller fleste klubber ser etter til en hver tid. Her er det venstrebeint, venstrestopper, så det, han er jo på den hylla. Ja, han er på den hylla. Så vil jo ikke det her roende spekulasjonene om Ulrik Uttig og Jensen, sant? Du har jo Anton Augustinsson, som er ett år igjen av avtalen sin. Han har jo knapt vært spillskikkelig, som de sier i Sverige, siden han kom hit. Så har vi jo unge gutta i Røsten, og nå også Volden, sant? Og så har Mikkel Seid tatt opp hansken her, og plutselig blitt en som har meldt seg ordentlig på. Du uttalte deg om, om Håkon Volden i Gran Canaria, mm. og du sa jo litt sånn at jeg ser jo ikke på alder. Han er 16 år, ok, men mm. han er god. Absolutely, and uh, I said it before, uh, really good impression from all these young guys. Uh, well committed uh, approach into these first uh, weeks of training. And uh, Håkon, like others, performed at really good level. We were impressed because the level of focus when uh, it comes to understand the way we want to play. First days in the hotel, trying to present how we want to play, details that we want to apply already in training and games. And they actually nailed it. And Håkon did really well, especially in the first game, second half, uh, where he was really offensive. He understood at once um, everything we wanted from him. And Alfred, actually, we were having a discussion and he was mentioning his capacity to 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 understand, actually, and uh, and apply uh, details like uh, being the blind side of the striker when the, you are defending. And he got it at once. And he has been consistent on these uh, details. So this is something that impressed us so much. 
Det har betyder att han fort är er med planer framöver Petter god skussmål för Volden men det är er ju inte grund till att vila på det han var Nej nej någon har ville ha varit helt jämperart. Det är er ju det är er ju lite spännande med den här utgåvan av Rosenborg den ekonomiska situationen tvingar det fram men det är er också så att allredan nu har visat sig fram någon trönderske unga talenter som är er så spännande och så god att de helt garanterat som tar med präg det här laget framöver. Men det är er lite sån okej okay, här är er de men vem av dem blir det till slut? Ja. För alla blir det näppe. Och hur många Men någon av det kan fort vara i Singstalbåden för exempel. Och hur många kan de då bruka för att samtidigt? Rosenborg blev nummer 9 i fjör. Det det presset har det säkert hörde alltså kan man då bruka 7 8 slike ungutter och likväl bli bättre än i fjör? Mm. Det är er svårt. Alltså det är er ju ett dilemma sånt. How many youngsters can you use at ja, the same time and still climb no, on the table? I don't think it's a it's a dilemma at all. First of all, Alfred and me, we coming for from many years coaching in academies, and we value a lot uh, all these years of development because we believe on it. We know that uh, working uh, with the right planning, individual planning, collective plan for every every young player, we can get the best versions. So first of all, the youngest guys that they are potential um, uh, players for the first team are a gift to have. Because we know that in a short and medium term, we can get good versions of themselves. That's the first thing. The second one is to be a competitive team. It's true that we have to balance the squad with other profile of players. Players with more experience, that they are consolidated already in top football. And we also have them. But still, there is a margin to improve in every individual, isn't it? So we believe that that's apply also to them. We don't expect that to win titles or compete up there in the table is about having the most expensive players. Not at all. We know the situation in the club and we know that we have to have a low risk uh, when it comes to investment. Uh, and we respect that and support that part. That's not like a, a condition that is compromising the project at all. So the balance between young players and experienced players is there. That's something that we want and we spoke uh, with Mikkel Dorsin and it's apply. Now it's about how good are we to get the best version of every player. It doesn't matter if they are 16 or they are 30. And that's in our hands. And we believe that we can we can glue all these uh, different profiles into a way of playing that they are synchronized, coordinated, that they are believers into what uh, we want to do. And the formula at least has to work better in six months than today. We believe on that. Snakker jo... Hør på hva han sier her. Ja, tøft. Det er jo... Det har jo vært... Det har vi jo snakket om mange ganger. At det, er van, det har vært vanskelig å få øye på spillere som har blitt vesentlig bedre av å spille på Rosemorg. Ja. Det har jo handlet kanskje I, I stor grad om at man har hentet ferdig etablerte spillere. Nu har man jo en helt annen spillegruppe, så det trengs jo et helt annet fokus også. Det blir spennende å se, for de her spillerene må jo ta steg. Ja. Det er kult å være smågod mot Las Palmas på Røn Canaria I, I januar, men du skal stå i det i en ganske tøffe litserie en hel sesong. Det er noe annet. Ok, den første, da har vi kommet dit. Den første er altså, du må hjelpe mig. Jordi González Asnar. Jordi. Jordi? Yes. González Asnar. Yes. Ja. González, pappas navn. Okay. Och Asnar mammas. So um, because we have been discussing, yeah. um, me and Peter, are you using both surnames? Are you using just Gonzalez? No, I mean you normally in Spain use the name and the surname, which is Jordi Gonzalez. Okay. But I use Asnar as well sometimes because it's my mother's side, and uh, that's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but Jordi Gonzalez is, uh, I mean, we use the the surname in Spain as well. Okay. Name and surname. 
44 år då. Du är er från rätt utanför Barcelona. Exactly. Yeah. Small village, beautiful in the coast, like 20 minutes from the city. What's the name? Pramia de Dalt. Thank you for asking, yeah. because I'm really proud of my village. So he's actually not Spanish, he's Catalaner. Exact. We we speak Catalan all the time, but also Spanish. But Catalan's a little different. Yeah, it's different. Uh, actually, my dad's side is from Madrid, so I have a lot of family in the capital of Spain. Um, and if I speak Catalan, they can follow, but not understand fully. Okay. So, um, can you understand both Catalan and Castilian? No, not yet. No, but it's a bit of a strong character, also. Ja, og en sterk identitet også knyttet ja, til Barcelona-området. Den, det, det, den, det, det er stor forskjell på Barcelona og Madrid. Ja, ja, det vet jeg. Identiteten vet jeg, men språket? Ja, det er litt forskjellig. Det, der sliter jeg. Men du har jo en bakgrund som er interessant. Den skal vi snakke om mer senere. Blant annet toppspiller i fotsal, Barcelona. Yes. yes. Uh, det tar vi etterpå. Kai Bardal har utleiret til henne for vann i munnen. Det er bare å glede seg, Kai, på det her. Um, uh, vi har jo... Um, uh, Men så blev det jo headhuntet av Alfred Johansson. Vi lurer jo litt på det fortsatt. Uh, Jordi, Alfred, was, uh, han som ringte dig eller? He called you? Hvordan kom det her i stand? Now what do you mean when... when ja, uh, Rosen, uh, yeah, I mean, we always speak. I mean, we have a long relation since we worked together in Jugern. And we share our work daily. I visited him in Schopenhamn many times. He came to Hecken the last years. He came to Sandefjord when I was there or... We've been always traveling and visiting because we are curious about how we're doing. Uh, we are friends and colleagues, and um, we are both ambitious uh, to work at top level. And uh, when that came up, um, he told me, I want you to come with me. And obviously, it's difficult to say no uh, when he comes uh, to work with Alfred. As I said before in other interviews, he's a young and talented coach and um, beautiful human being. Um, I think he's a guy that uh, he sees the picture really clear. He knows what he wants to, to do and how he wants to do it. And for me, it was just an exciting project to share, especially in Rosenborg, which uh, basically is the biggest club in, in Norway with the biggest history in Europe. And that, uh, from my side, I have to see it as a, as a club that I have to learn a lot. And I said it many times. I mean, here is a, there is a there is a strong identity, not only in the club but in the city. I could feel from the beginning the people around the club how much do they feel and and love the the club. And I'm outsider. I just need to learn how how you see the club because I want to feel the same in a short time. Then I can be more. Uh, a better representer of of the club as an assistant coach and we can uh, yeah we can be more fair with the history of the club and hopefully we can add something in the history of the club uh, in a positive way because as you said before um talking back about my village and from I'm coming I'm coming with uh, with a strong identity in my pocket since I left uh, my village in Barcelona and that's something that is following me all the time and I know how important <clears throat> Sorry, it's for me uh, in my daily work um, to know from where you are, to know what is uh, your identity, your culture, your language. All this is key. And of course, you have the same here. And I have to be, um, I have to be involved fully, deeply into that uh, environment so I can be more precise and I can be the best representative and assistant coach for Rosenborg. Da vi jobbet med denne trenerdansettelsen, så dukket navnet ditt opp for oss svært tidlig. Mm. Det, navnet ditt lå i luften lenge. 
så tog det likväl ganska lång tid för det blev officiellt. Mm. Vad blev denna tiden brukt til? Varför tog det lite tid? för oss så virkade det jättetidigt som att okej, okay, om Alfred Johansson kommer till Trondheim så kommer det också du till Trondheim. Yeah, but uh, I understand you asking it was a little bit long to the last decision, huh? What happened yeah, exactly. during those weeks? I mean, first of all, um, remember with Beko Hecken we were playing the last games in Europa League. So it was this period that we played Leverkusen at home and then we were waiting to play Karabakh in Azerbaijan, last game of the season. And obviously, processes of dealing and talking and discussing are not uh, quick when you are involved into the competition period. And uh, it was an important period as well in Hecken. Uh, things were happening as well uh, around the club. So it was a little bit noisy and uh, I wanted to take every step and move in the right direction. We knew that everything was uh, was going to end in Rosenborg, but uh, I like to, you know, not to rush uh have my commitment uh in the um, in the final decision but i want to th- to do things right in the right moment with the right timing and that was the only reason it was nothing else so it wasn't hesitation it wasn't you wondering whether it was no, right or not no not at all not at all but we have to understand that in all this process with hecken we had to cancel a contract because i i still had one more year and that takes time sometimes uh, when the the club is uh, in a yeah not confused process but in a yeah um so du var inte nära vid att bli med Per Mathias till Japan till exempel that's one example as well i mean there were things happening in the club like Per going to to Japan and other coaches and players so uh, we just respect the timing uh, uh when it comes to Hecken i have to say that they did amazing uh, Martin Eriksson was uh the best sporting director at the time of course because he was helping all 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 the process all all in and then uh, with uh, with uh, Dorsin has been the same he has been fantastic from minute 1 trying to help as much as possible and at the end the deal was done and the papers were on the table signed and and that was all and it take longer than alfred but i don't think it was a problem at all we already have a gentleman's agreement and the papers were just waiting for the signature. Okay. I'm not sure you asked uh, that you answered Ola's question. Did Pierre Matthias ask you to come to Japan with him? Not really. No. No. I mean, uh, of course you can talk about options. Like, uh, what do you think about this project? Yeah, of course it's interesting. I mean, at the end, Pierre and me, we've been working together with uh, Martin um, uh, Feuchton many years. Mm. So absolutely, when uh, something comes up for uh, for Pierre, uh, he can consider me, but it's not like a must. It's no. not like something I, I put it there like it's gonna happen. Not at all. We don't have never that deal. Like we are, uh, uh, we have to follow each other. I mean, uh, life is uh, is as it is, and sometimes opportunities are coming only for one coach or two coaches or three coaches, and then you consider every option. In that case, <clears throat> I was more than happy that Per could take that opportunity. He is my friend. He is my mentor. He has been the person I learned a lot close to him working the last years in the national team and in Hecken and Jugorn previously. And I have full respect and love for, for Per. Uh, so when he decided to go, I, I was just trying to support him and encourage him and I still do it. So actually we, we speak uh, almost every week. Now we're sharing new experiences. He's in, in Tokyo, I'm in Trondheim. 
Så det är samma där Tokyo Trondheim. Ja. Same same. It's a good connection. Men men alltså du ser att du du har känt Alfred sedan länge tillbaka alltså i Djurgården. Jag vet yes. inte 2014 eller något sånt kanske. 10 ja. år. Ja, yeah, more or less. Men då var ju han du var ju du är er ju 44. Yes. Och han är er ju 33. Yes. Så han var ju det vi kallar det på norska liten snörunge som kom och skulle få råd från snörunge. Eller jag bodde på rummet med Paul Andre Helland där jag spelade på Kilemne. Och då var jag 25 han var 16 eller sånt, 24 han var 16, jeg synes det var helt pyton, sant? han var ja. en liten drittunge uh, så var det noe veldig greit etter på, da. Ja. så vi har et godt forhold i dag men, ja, ja. men uh, så du, det var ikke noe problem at kom en 11 år yngre guttunge og skulle få råd fra fra Jordi her <laughs> Not at all <laughs> Not at all, I mean I don't see that as a problem, I told you before of record, but I can say it on record <laughs> that age for me is nothing else than just a number No yeah. Uh, I have a good friends they are 50 Per Matias is one of them. Per Matias is one of these uh, friends that uh, Hello, he, we're 60. 60 feet, huh? mm. 60 feet, yeah. But he's uh, he's 35. Yeah. The way he behaves, the way he thinks, the the happiness that he has, the energy that he gets every morning, this is a young man. And this is the type of person I want in my life. Mm. And Alfred, of course, is younger. So Alfred is a gammel man in unk. No, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> That's not true. I didn't say that. <laughs> Alfred, of course, is a young man, but he's a young man mentally as well. And we 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 like the same things. We see football in the same way, but he's energetic. Uh, coach and person and that's why I admire. I want people with good energy. That's uh, that's what uh, give you Ja, yeah, a lot of energy actually. Så när han då när han ringte så du trengte inte lång tid på att svara ja. Du ville det ganska med en gång. När han ringte och sa Rosenborg vill ha oss bägge, då sa du bara brukte du lång tid på att tänka om. Exakt. No, you don't have to. You have to think a little bit of course. Everybody has a personal life. But as soon as this is decided is it's everything was positive. So and your name on Alfred is Affe. Is that your personal cousin uh, name, Alfred? Or is did it... I say Afe now? Yes, you did. Oh. A cuddling name for uh, the coach, Afe. Is it, is it, are you the only one calling him Afe, or ah, is ma- Afe maybe the... because it's, of course we are friends? So if I said Afe, it's because I call him Afe. <laughs> yes, because you do. Yeah, yeah. then then it's. Uh... Oh, Teddy calls him by the chef. He calls Alfred by the chef. That's true. Teddy is calling him boss yeah. all the time. <laughs> chef. Chef. It's good. But Teddy, you knew him from earlier. For him, had you when you were physically training for Norway? Exactly. That was Teddy. Teddy is a fantastic guy. I mean, first of all, as a player, he was this type of player that everybody wants to have in his team. And uh, and now as a coach, is the same personality. Is is uh, a lovely, hard. Uh, human being uh, with a lot of love to give i can feel that always he has this uh, open heart and then he's a curious he's uh, so committed now with the project he wants to learn he knows he's in this first ages of his life as uh, as coach and uh, first of all it's not only about how much he can learn it's about how much he's giving to the staff and to the team last week he told us he was at the moment, he was le- he was playing coach. Exactly. He, of course, or acting as a coach. It's or, easy yeah. for us also when we miss one player. Teddy, you're gonna play there. <laughs> but we try to avoid that as much as possible. Because don't use w- him. His knees uh, totally off. No, I don't know that. But it is. still, physically, is is strong. Yeah, yeah. So. And I'm before the folk are hearing about for you here. Uke, da for Teddy, I mean, also there are some who give energy in the world, and Teddy is one of them who give energy in the world. Teddy is a good bit, right? Yeah, he's a good bit. Then the other, the. Det blir da mig i dag. Jeg går jo da intensiv helg i møte, Petter. Ja. 
RBK og Folkets lag på fredag på Lade, glæder mig. RBK kvinder Folkets lag på Kyrksetterøra på lørdag, glæder mig. Og Rosmo Ranheim på Kyrksetterøra søndag, glæder mig til det og adresse sender. Sørsa kampen. Og det jeg har fått æren av å kommentere alle de her kampene. Du har jo fri helg, så du bare lusker deg unna den. Det skal være 50-årsdag det. Ja, ja. Lykke til med det. Takk. De tar du å komme da, i alders... Men om du har noen fun facts da, på Estil-rønningen fra Besta eller Grytbakk fra Rindal, bring it on. Rindal røk 13-0 for treff her i treningskamp, men for alle dere som frykter for Grytbakk var ikke med da. Så det er kanskje han lade opp til folkets... Men det blir jo... Det er jo en fin helg for alle som er glad i fotball, alle som er glad i Rosmorg, alle som er glad i Ranheim, alle som er glad i breddefotballen, for her er alle nivåer involvert ja. gjennom hele helga, og det er topp stemning. Det er også egens trenderskole da, i Sodbunnhallen på Kirksetterøra. Men, uh, to kamper... Uh, det er jo litt spennende. Det, er det kommer jo alltid til å være litt ekstra spennende når det er K. Ringebygtsen, ja. Paul André Helland, Kristian ja. Egen Rismark ja. mot Rosmorg. Ja. Og Rosmorg har ikke noe god rekord mot Ranheim i treningskamper, egentlig, sånn siste året. Ikke... Did you know that? Rosmorg, they don't beat Ranheim in treningskamper in the wintertime. Yeah, I heard about that, but uh, well... Hva, vil dere, hva ønsker dere å få til? We're folk, here to change the, the history, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So let's start with the friendly games in, in winter. But, I mean, at the end... Now we are in a process, and of course, guys... We we know that you look at all these details even in preseason, and you like a lot to uh, decide already who is going to win Elite Serie and who is going to be <laughs> on the bottom, which is really interesting uh, because at, at we once, know it's Budgrimt. Okay, so I don't take me in the V. Remember this V? Hopefully it's Budgrimt rather than Molde at least. Okay, because we don't like. Molde. But it's good to <laughs> I don't like Molde. <laughs> but it's good to put your bets there. Fine, I respect that. But I mean, it would be already too boring if we think the same. So we need to to push as well what it's supposed to be the most common sense uh, ending in season based on budgets and also, of course, players and trending in the last years. We need to break all the Men, trends. Men det är väldigt få som kommer att tippa Rosmorg över snö. Det kommer dock säkert att leva gott med. Men samtidigt, Rosmorg kan inte bli nummer ni ett år till. Det förstår du. Exactly. I mean, uh, sportively, we have targets, no matter how is the situation in the club. And at the end of the day, we can, or we have to remember something. We have amazing players. That's the reality. We have really good, talented players with a lot of qualities. And this is the thing. We cannot just say we don't have uh, whatever player or we don't. we are not signing a really expensive player from any other league. That's not the fact. The fact is that we have great players today and that we can work with them daily. Are they competitive to win the series? Of course. Yeah. Of course. We have a good squad that we can compete, and that's what we want. And winning or losing is a consequence of the process. Mm. If we put all the cards on the table, if we take the best cards we can on the table every week, every day, Absolutely, we're going to compete, and that's why we are here. Otherwise, it would be boring, ja. first of all, and unfair for everyone. Man sier i hvert fall det da, offensiv, og sier at spillerne er gode nok til å kjempe om seriegull, ferdig med det. Ja, og sånn må det også være i Rosenborg, og så kan det jo hende at virkeligheten er litt annerledes når man teller opp til slutt, men man må jo starte der. Det må jo begynne med et ønske om å være best. Hvis ikke, så kan man jo bare... Then you just have to... Then you can just go back to Barcelona. Exactly, I go to my village, and I don't bother you guys. <laughs> But it's quite important for you to know. You know that it's really important not to like Molde when you're in Rosenborg. Fine. I mean, I don't, no, I, not fine. 
Okay. In mandatory. Okay. You have to. <laughs> then, uh, maybe it was in the it, at the bottom of the contract. <laughs> yes. Maybe it was there and yes. I missed it. But small, I, I listened small to small you. Small letters. Yeah, yeah. In the contract, small letters. <laughs> exactly. The, you didn't see that one? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to check now when I'm back. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, you have to. Eh, og så er jo, går det jo tiden da Men den tredje vi tar det kjapt opp etter For mens Jordi og Co har vært på Gran Canaria Så har du vært den som har følt mest opp Rosenborg kvinner her hjemme Og ukan går Og det er fortsatt ingen trener på plass Hva skjer? Nei, det er en litt interessant situasjon på Kotteng Arena For da Stena Lind sa at han ikke orket mer Og stod av Så ble det jo tidlig presentert en, Et scenario hvor man skulle hente en midlertidig Intern løsning eh, I mitt vokabulær så er en midlertidig intern løsning, det er någonting du har på hånda, og som, ordne, og som ordner seg kjapt, liksom, det her var på en fredag, det ordne, da, da har du det klart på mandagen. Nu har det gått tre uker, uh, hvilket leder mig til å tro at de, det finns ingen intern midlertidig løsning i Rosenborg. Det er ingen som vil ha den jobben akkurat nu av de menneskene man har tilgjengelig. Vi har jo også sett litt på hvem det som har papirene og ordnet til å kunne ta den jobben, og kartlagt litt rand, og det uh, akkurat för mig nu så är er det så ser jag ingen som som uh, internt som tar den jobben och så vet ju vi att de har också sondert lite ska vi kalla det då externt personer i kategorin känner Rosenborg gott och som Rosenborg känner gott gamla känningar ska vi kalla det då Rosenborgare som kanske inte är er i Rosenborg akkurat nu men uh, där är er det heller inte någon app ännu och det betyder ju tror jag att alltså Der Dorsin var mannen som var ansvarlig for å ansette Jordi og Alfred, så er det da Mats Pettersen som var ansvarlig for å ansette ny permanent hovedtrener for damelaget. Og det tog jo et halvt år er... på herresida? Ja, det tog et halvt år. Men kanskje må det ta litt kortere tid på koteng, det vet ikke jeg. Men jeg tror nok at den jobben allerede er godt i gang, fordi ja. at uh, å bruke tre uker på å finne en intern midlertidig løsning, det er rimelig ikke. Og nu er Brann i kvartfinalen i Champions League, i Våringa ruster opp som bare det. Men parallellen til Merkenal og Koteng er egentlig ganske lik på mange måter nå, sant? Fordi at nu har Rosenborg kvinner kvittet sig med, eller måtte ha kvittet sig med flere profilerte store navn, med stor, tung og lang erfaring i toppserien. Voksne spillere bytter dem ut med flere av de mer spennende unge norske talentene. Ja. Så det er en liten sånn restart i troppen her også. Snittalderen har gått betydelig ned i løpet av det siste året. Men kanskje er mengden talent konstant, det vet jeg ikke. Man må i hvert fall utvikle den, den troppen på egentlig litt sånn parallelt vis som man som gjorde det, og Alfred også er nødt til å gjøre på Leikendal nå. Spennende tider. Ingen åpenbar guldkandidat akkurat nå, Rosemar Kvinner i toppserien. Må ha trener også da. Må ha en trener. Ja. Um, okay. Også vil jeg tro at det er litt travelt for Mats Pettersen å være trener og sportsleder samtidig. Det går vel egentlig ikke. Uh, det går jo, alt går vel jo, men det går, men ja. Ikke 110 prosent kanskje uh, Så skal vi da snakke om Det er Jordi, ikke Hordi, men Jordi Jordi Jordi, det skal, yes. vi må lære oss der Ja, har det klart det var... Nei, du sa Jordi, du visste da Ja, Jordi sekunder, Nei, Jordi Yes, you said really well Yes Jordi Ja Ikke Jordi Nei no, Det er samme som Jordi. Johan, eller? Joar Jordi Yes. Jeg kan kalle deg Joar da, det er et sånt trøndersk Det er bakhenga det, det er um, For nu er så Rosenborg tilbake fra Gran Canaria Og 12. februar så er det Marbeia Før det er også en match mot Ålesund da, I tillegg til de kampene som kommer i helga Og så møter Rosenborg Brann og Vårlinga på Marbeia Men um, hvor, altså, Vi tar litt rollefordeling her nå først For at folk lurer på det altså, What's your role in the coaching team? Alfred is the boss mm. You are the assistant And mm. you have Tetti on the side uh, mm. with you 
Hur du vad ska man säga på på engelska? Fördela uppgifter. Hur man fördelar de uppgifterna? Well, I'm I'm just an, uh, an extension of uh, Alfred when it comes to send and deliver the messages and supporting. Of course, I mean one person cannot do the job, so we distribute uh, different parts in the job description. And uh, but at the end, we are coaching, and uh, not only Alfred and me. Alex is uh, of course coaching and actually we talk about everybody in the staff is a coach. Betle as a physical coach is a coach absolutely and not only from his area of expertise but also when it comes to football. We want everybody talk a language as we said before and everybody has to show in the staff a level of leadership to put direction into the target of the season. That's important for us. So uh, we feel united and we feel that all the staff is aligned to send uh, a clear target and uh, that we can uh, support each other. In my case, uh, as I said, of course, uh, maybe I have more time and voice and presence next to to Alfred when it comes to the room presenting or on the pitch uh, applying and executing exercises and drills. But at the end of the day, I mean, uh, we all want to share this uh, role of uh, coaching players, which is the the target we want to spend a lot of time with them thing that right now is difficult to be honest because we are starting to you know put some base and foundation into the daily work it's a lot of uh, time now uh, trying to set logistics where are we going to uh, do this meeting how is going to be after this meeting how we share the knowledge or the information to to take the next decision it's a lot of uh, time spending in setting the office you know this is how the day is going to look and this is uh, the timeline and we know that's uh, a time that we need to invest but at the end is going to be spend time with players ja men um, eh, alltså i gamla det alltså tidigare då det som modern ut men att en huvudtränare och huvudansvarig sånt Någon huvudtränare är er väldigt aktiva, talking a lot uh, yes. på träning. Någon huvudtränare lar assistenten ta det mesta på fältet. Uh, Tetti var här uh, förra uke, snackade han skulle ha mycket med de unga spelarna att göra. Mm. Uh, vem snackar mest på träning? Är er det Alfred? Lar han dig ta det? Delar det de två? Har du någon övelser? Han har någon övelser? Mm. It depends the day. Some days uh, maybe I run the show a little bit more outside, but some days it's him and some drills specifically it's him who wants to send the message. So I think it is not like ABC. Uh, when we plan the week and we plan the day, we see, okay, this drill is run by Alex or by me because I want to send this information and this uh, drill in this block is going to be Alfred because this is extremely important that uh, it's me. So I don't think it's... Uh, um, everybody knows that Alfred is the leader and we support him. And then uh, when we plan uh, the week and the day, it's uh, just uh, dividing tasks and uh, responsibilities because we don't want actually anyone being passive or in the shadow. We want that everybody has a room and time so we can coach actually and the players can feel the coaching. Uh, otherwise, once again, it would be uh, a mistake from our side to have a big staff around and not making everyone to take the best competence uh, and apply this competence into the best for players. Because it seems I haven't seen too many... Uh sessions so far this year but it seems like you kind of organized the uh, drills mm-hmm. and then Afe as you call him kind of use quite a lot of time on man management talking specifically to one and to to a player at a time is that just a coincidence that I've seen uh, that? I think so yeah actually I think <laughs> I think everybody is uh, going from 
coaching to the team, but ending in coaching players individually. Yeah. And uh, in Marbella, in Marbella, no, sorry, Marbella is the next trip, but yeah. in Gran Canaria, we already did it. And uh, some of your colleagues uh, from media around, they could see that uh, we can coach the whole team, but we are ending always in small de- in coaching in small details to players. Like, uh, I think it was a clip uh, of Alfred coaching Jaden. Yes. Yeah. But quite fascinating. Exactly. But this is this is something that happens all the time from every coach to every player. So and that was it's it's a good one because actually it represents exactly how detailed we want to end in the whole process. But uh, this is just a small piece mm-hmm. uh, in the timeline of a training. For the we since got some linked with Rektal and Frigor, so was a tydelig fordeling Rektal took ganske mye plass på feltet. Eh, nei, Frigor, sorry Rektal hadde det overordnet, sant? Mens Frigor var liksom den som, som hadde det mest eh, analyse å gjøre hvor, Er det du som analyserer? Hvem analyserer? Er det du, eller er det Alfred? Er det begge? Er det, hvordan gjør du det? Erik Selnes Exakt We have uh, in the department uh, of video Erik Selnes Which is a fantastic guy He's also a coach? Of course Yes Absolutely Absolutely, he's a coach. Because at the end, when you sit down in front of a player and you have to present some videos or clips, it's not about what you show, it's about how you show it. And uh, behind behind this how has to be a narrative. Mm. So, of course, you're coaching, you're leading. Uh, and that's why he's a key person as well in the staff, as many others. Uh, but I do my analysis as well. Alfred is going to do his analysis and then we are going to glue all these best clips that we think are important collectively or individually and then we sit uh, with one, two or the whole team to to share all this information. So it's not like uh, I do uh, one thing and you do another thing totally different. There is some task in these job descriptions that they are pretty similar. But of course, then uh, I'm... Uh, I'm not going to be Eric uh, cutting all the clips in the um, in the game of the opposition, for example. But he's going to do it, and then maybe I want to, of course, watch the opposition, and I take some clips that I think they are important, and then I send that to him, and then we present that together. Okay. Uh, per Ali Dalum i der. Du nævner Erik Selnes. Kan du må jo have en klar fordeling, at en har Dalum har til analyse klipper Rosmor, men Selnes har mye motsandrør. I don't know. Per Ali. Per Ali. He is, of course, a part of this. He's now more like an assistant for Dorsino? Well, he is uh, first, uh, when it comes to us, he uh, has been supporting Eric when it comes to filming trainings or um, uh, supporting many of the video uh, yeah, that we need from games. Uh, but of course, he's in the department of uh, scouting mm. or yeah. um, following the players in the market, so best profiles that could be interesting. Vi får, den, vi får ta det kortet etter hvert, Petter, for det er litt endringer. Veier du, som sagt, fysisk trener. Men, det er, men det er mer, jeg har lyst til å si at det er mer spennende å se på hvordan de gjør det, uh, enn å sammenligne dem med tidligere Nei, ting. Nei, det var egentlig... For det handler litt om persongalleri, det handler litt om... Uh, jeg synes ikke det er så spennende å snakke veldig mye om hvordan de her gjør det kontra Geir og Kjettel, for eksempel. Men det er, det er spennende å se på dynamikken internt i det teamet som er der nå. For de er jo ganske mange, uh, og det er spennende å se hvordan de løser det. Men hvordan ser en, dere var jo tidligt ute og sa at vi må ha kamper på Gran Canaria for vi ønsker å få det her treningsukerytmen inn. Mm. Slik at det er trening, trening, og så er det match på helg. Altså treningsuka ender i en kamp. Mm. Hvordan ser da en typisk treningsuke ut da? Mandag, tirsdag, onsdag, torsdag, fredag, lørdag, søndag. Kan du ta oss uh, hurtig gjennom det? 
Yes, actually, we we like to, and that's how the season is going to be. We need to prepare the group to um, experience uh, mentally and physically how a normal week is going to look in season. And that's going to be four or five days of training before a game. We play sun, Saturday, Sunday or Monday. If you play Sunday, then the Monday is off. Off. And then we have the whole week of training. For tidligere har det vært... Aha, så det er game Sunday, off Monday, restitusjon Tuesday år. Well, when that, you say off, do you mean totally off, not yeah, rest, yeah. restitusjon? No, in the day after a game, we don't, we are not going to practice or train. Og så trener hver dag inn mot kampen etter en fridagen. Yeah. Ja, for det er jo litt nytt, sant? Ja, er Tidligere har det vært restitusjon mandag, fri tirsdag og så ja. onsdag. And I know that this is maybe new for many players, uh, but that's not a problem. That's why we have three months to adapt this play. It has been presented as kind of a nature, a na- a law of nature that day two after a game, you have to be really, take it really easy. Who said that? Not nature. <laughs> Not nature. <laughs> some, other, some other coach then? Love nature. I never heard that. It's beautiful. It's but, uh, off Monday yeah. and then really easy on Tuesday but, and then hard Wednesday, Thursday, more much specific Friday and then game. Okay. And and that's fine. That's totally fine. I don't think it's right or wrong. I think it's based on the way you want to apply your idea. Mm. We want to create a story every week. And after a game, the story is closed. That's the way we see it. We could talk about mentally, and this is one part of the mental story, that when we start the week, we want to build a narrative, how to prepare the best tools and how to apply them into the next opposition. And when we play and we are on showtime, After 90 minutes, the show is closed and the week is closed. That's the way we see it. Yeah. And physically, of course, we could discuss about this 24 or 80 or 48 hours after the game uh, based on, how did you say that before? Naturen. It was na- na- nature. <laughs> law of nature. Nature <laughs> yes. love. I mean, that's, yeah, but also science is presenting this in somehow. It is? It is. When it comes to physiology. So you are defying science. I'm not, but I'm, I'm saying that f- science is saying that 48 hours supposed to come this peak of fatigue, so the players really feel yeah. and struggle. But as we said, um, you get used to what you are used to do. And yeah. that's why we talk about experience that for a period of time. You will get used and adapt and your mind and body will accept. And that's why we have three months, which... Of course, could be boring, long preseason, but at the same time, it's a great opportunity to consolidate us all these habits. And right now, yes, four or five days in a row training is the target, absolutely, and it shouldn't be a problem at all, at all. It's not, but we know that some of the players, maybe because weeks has been built in a different way before, they are not used, mm. and we have to respect that. This is something that we respect that day by day we try to adapt the player to. Tell us how you feel after this type of training. Then for us, it's not like hard training or easy training. Every training has to be with a high level of intensity. Then we dictate which format do you apply into the into the training round. And some days, yeah, you have to run faster. Some days you have to run faster and getting tired. Some days you maybe run a little bit less and you don't get tired. I mean, this is this is why we we distribute all these contents of football during the week trying to challenge the player at the same time not compromising the recovery before a game and then being sure that his best feelings are coming on the weekend so they can perform at the best level mentally and physically 
Det blir jo litt teknisk her nå. Uh, det er noen som, altså hvis Ben Skamnesrud sitter og hører på det her, så vil han tro han har ståpels over hele kroppen. Ja. For han har jo aldrig skjønt det her med å ha fri dag to etter kamp. Nei. De trente jo knallhardt dag to etter kamp. Ja. I gamle dager altså. Ja da. Uh, uh, men før vi går over til det litt mer sosialpornografiske her da, for å snakke om Jordi selv, uh, så lurer vi litt på, for nu har du vært her i noen uker, går det an å sammenligne... Uh, Er Rosenborg, Hekken blev jo seriemester sant, i 22, da var du der. Yes. 22. Um, 22, exakt. <laughs> hvor, hvor, hvor bra er nivået til Rosenborg sammenlignet med Hekken? I understand that you're asking if it could be the same level for Rosenborg Or as it was Hekken. If you compare Hekken, yes. the, cha- the winners in Sweden, if you compare them with the Rosenborg. Yeah, I mean... Right, right now, right now. I mean, I think it's too early for me. I, I saw the guys for uh, two weeks, mm. uh, not more. It would be unfair, but I can remember how it was Hecken when I was there after two weeks, and uh, actually it was a pretty similar feeling. You have great players. Uh, you just need time to work with them, and time will say. But once again, the belief on believing that what we want to apply, the way we want to work, and the message that we want to send is strong enough to be competitive in a short period of time was there. And now it's exactly the same. And I have to say that many of the ideas, uh, methods, or strategies and tools that we did, I did apply there, in that case with Permatias and other colleagues in Hecken, is also applying right now here from day one with Alfred. Because Albert has been follow, following also this uh, type of methodology that we are applying and this type of leadership. Uh, so time will say once again, but the references are, uh, in my case, of course, I experienced good, good uh, results. Uh, every team is different, every club is different, every league is different, but uh, we believe in this way of working and, uh, and that's why we go 100% with it. Mm. Uh, to, uh, vi skal straks litt videre, men... Um, Du er jo, du kommer jo som fysisk trener, physical coach mm. fra Hekken. Mm. Um, vi har jo en physical coach i Rosenborg Vettle. Mm. Hva er den store forskjellen fra din jobb i Hekken når du nå er assistent her? Yeah. It's a good point. I mean, I said it before as well. Um, my, my profile, it's built in an environment in Spain where in, at the university you, you are a coach and then you specialize into the physical trainer uh, profile. I mean, uh, and we coach uh, football, you need to understand the game and then you try to be specific in how to develop uh, strength or uh, running capacity into footballers, but pretty much differentiated from other sports. So that's why to understand the game, uh, give me a different approach into how to prepare a football player, uh, not only from a physical perspective, but trying to optimize their capacities into the game. And that's request in somehow a level of understanding how specific is uh, for Jaden, for example, to know how to accelerate or decelerate. Mm. Because you can be a really good accelerating and decelerating, you know, but then you don't know how to apply that when you are receiving the ball and challenging once, uh, one against one or trying to make a run in behind the back line. These small details is this clip where Alfred was talking with Jaden. And this is exactly what we do. Because this is the last turn on the screw to make things uh, fit perfectly. And uh, now when we are here, of course, Bedley is a fantastic, uh, I, I got a fantastic impression. Fantastic guy, really good professional, really young and talented and hard worker. 
So when you have all these uh, variables into the box and you shake it, only good things can go out from that box and, and Bedley is this guy. And of course I can share part of my experience because I've been on his department as well, focus on this part. So I just see that mixing his thoughts and ideas and experience with my experience, we can work together, unify. That's why he is now much more involved in the whole process, presenting or preparing trainings than before. And I'm, we are really happy that this is happening. From day one, when I was in Barcelona, meetings were uh, online with Alfred and uh, specifically with Betle, because he was running, of course, with us the show. Of what are we going to do this week? How are we going to do it? What is the content? What is the strength? Uh, and of course, he is ending speaking football at the end when we are on the pitch as well. Now we two have referred to a conversation between Alfred and Nelson. Bare så folk lurer på hva det er, så ligger det et klipp på YouTube da, på Rosenborgs egen kanal, som er fra Gran Canaria. Bare så, ja, riktig. Så man forstår ikke hva det er vi snakker om. Og så, hvis man lurer på om vi har dagens gjest er fra Spania, så skjønner vi det når han sier Betle. <laughs> betle. V, 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 like. How do you say it? V. V. When you're from Spain, it's not it's... possible to say V, because V is B. See? <laughs> betle. How do you say Betle? Betle. Now you say Betle. No, Betle. Skal vi gå videre? Yes. Ja. Så, så, så tar vi ikke det. Så tar vi ikke det. Stor, He's from Barcelona. Vi tar, yes. vi tar ikke en stor taktisk praten nu, for det vi skal ja, ja, køre på. Johansson, sin podcast for en uge siden, snakkede vi om det med Tett i forrige uge. Ja. Jeg snakkede meget med, med Jordi om det på telefon, så det er ganske samkørt at gøre på det. Ja. Men Det som er litt, bare to setninger, dere kommer til å jobbe mye med det samme fra uke til uke til uke, mm. både forsvarsspill og angrepsspill. Det er jo no- igjen da, Petter hater jo at det sammenligner med andre, men det er jo noen trenere som er veldig opptatt av fysikk de første månedene i oppkjøring, altså in the uh, preseason, mm. og så taktisk, 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 men dere kjører similar every week. Exactly. I mean, the, but that's once again based in... Uh other approaches and science has been talking about that as well. Preseason is not for us a way to only build physicality. We don't expect that the first version of the team is the 1st of April. But we expect that the version of the team in 1st of April is really good compared to today. But in six months has to be absolutely much better than in 1st of April. So physically... Uh, development now in this period of precision absolutely first of all guys has been coming from a resting period uh, well deserved and now it's time to build up we know that that's not rocket science but then what is important is that we can actually introduce our way of playing so everybody understands we actually uh, in a while few weeks we have this period that we call try to develop the way we play and that when we end close to the 1st of April, that we have consolidated already our way of playing. So we divide this preseason in three blocks, and the message to players is exactly like this, introducing, developing, and consolidating the idea of playing. That's why... Um, and we are now early in stage two, or? First. It's at the end. We are, no, we are, uh, we are in the introduction still. Now this is, has been our third week with the team, uh-huh. and we have a five weeks... Uh, of uh, first block where we can talk about let's going to speak how we want to play let's going to discuss mm. let's going to have a consensus about uh, how we want to play and we ask a lot about players what do they think we involve them a lot because that's how it should be and uh, we have a lot of experienced players isn't it Marcus Ola uh, 
development då ska de förstå det och då är er det utveckling. Ja, yeah, but it's it's I would say is the same, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Utveckling, development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and as I said before, doesn't matter if you are 16 or 30, mm-hmm. it's a development for everyone because first of all, uh, many of the ideas that we want to apply people or place has been already working with. Mm. But the small details are making these ideas a little bit different or totally different. And that's what uh, this uh, game model way of playing we want to apply is interesting for Hocken, but also for Marcus Hendrickson. Oh, Doesn't matter. For both are because we sure that some detail is not going to be exactly the same they have experienced before. And that's going to change the whole picture. Fordi, og vi kan jo bare si kjapt på det, vi har snakket om pressspill, vi har snakket om det her skjeve 4-3-3 offensivt, vi har snakket om uh, mer ballbesittelse og styre mer kamper, vi kommer til det og vi kommer til å, vi kommer til å følge med. Super, takk. <laughs> Ellers uh, bare kjapt et par setninger om, uh, det er jo 30. januar, og vi sitter ganske rolig på stolen med tanke på at spillere nå skal dra ut de siste to døgnene her til de største ligaene, i hvert fall Petter. Altså, overgangsvindu stenger jo i flere liga i morgen, uh, den 31. Ole Seter, alt tyder på at han blir Nå har han jo litt vondt i kne igen. Og hvordan er kne til Ole Seter i dag? Er det ok? Yes, uh, everything seems to be ok uh, From the medical team we, Ok yeah, we, we, we get good reports uh, So we waiting and we are not rushing um, Vi har jo snakket litt om Børkei Jeg har vært litt uh, spørsmål ved Alt tyder på at han blir nå i januar Så får vi nå se ut uh, til uh, Det er jo noen vinduer som stenger senere, sant? Um, Rosenbrad ikke råd til Ruben Alte Var kanskje ikke med på Kåbord Han gikk til Kristiansund 4 millioner omtrent Ikke råd til Eller slags ikke behov for Det ja. er litt vanskelig å Det er sant Råddefinere det Men uh, Jeg tenker at Ruben Alte Har gjort et interessant valg Så får vi nå se Om det var smartest Å gå til KBK Eller til Stabæk ja, På altså, et toårsperspektiv Må jeg forskjønne at Han har lyst til å spille Elitserien Ja ja Det vil jeg gjort også ja, Som kanskje om Stabæk Er Elitserien om tre år igjen ja. Det vet han aldri Mikael Tørsert Jonsen Har trent med Ranheim Apropos det en stund Får vi se Det skal komme avklaring der Han var jo blink i furrøst og var god der. Han er jo restartet i karrieren sin litt nå, Tørsett Jonsen. Ja, det har vært noen tunge år for uh, Tørsett Jonsen. Han var jo så nære på å slå gjennom uh, i Rosenborg ja. for Håndland den første vinteren der. Uh, og så har det vært uh, fjerde år så etter det. Uh, var alt for god for sørspring på tampen av sesongen i fjor og hadde passet fint uh, for Hanheim, men også for Hanheim, men det er ganske bra med midtlandsspillere, ja, så det er ikke sånn, det er ikke et presserende behov. Vi får se om man om man om det skal, det, jeg tipper at det kommer en snarlig avklaring der, og så får vi nå bare se, Nemsik som jeg har nevnt, uh, men uh, vinduet i Norge formelt åpner jo ikke for 31. januar, er åpent til uh, april, så det er jo masse tid, plenty ja, tid. Ja, ja. Men uh, uh, gjorde de, uh, Du har er vokst opp da i en uh, utkant av Barcelona. Uh, fotball, din egen fotballbakgrunn. Ja, startet du som uh, bit liten uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I play football and futsal all my life. I don't know how important or interesting is that. I know you guys, you like that. But uh, <laughs> it's a good point actually, because I'm not speaking much about that. Uh, but I don't have any problem to say it. But uh, I play football and futsal all my life. You know, futsal in Spain is big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, everybody plays on the street. Uh, and I spent my career playing at good level in Barcelona. Because it's big. Uh, and I remember the point when I was in playing football and uh, we had a big uh, team in, a, in top division close to my village. And then I had some uh, colleagues playing there, 
they just said, okay, come and play with us. But it was professional at the time when it comes to time investment, but it not uh, not in terms of uh, uh, financial, you know. We, we did it because we love it. So it was not like today that futsal is really professional. But how big was futsal in Barcelona when you played there? I mean, not as big as it is now. Football for Barcelona. That's another say. story. Yes, <laughs> I remember sometimes running around uh, Camp Nou, and at this time it was, uh, you know, the La Masia is a, this small building close to the stadium. Yeah. And I remember that was the training ground for the first team. And I remember uh, Luis Enrique and uh, Ronaldinho and all these guys clapping hands like we were running like crazy around the stadium. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that was funny. But uh, we were we were, we were belonging to a different world uh, compared to these guys. We were playing at um, this uh, indoor hall, uh, beautiful, close to Camp Nou. Uh, and futsal at that time was a semi-professional um, area in the club. Today is a full professional uh, sport. Uh, How many came to see your games? It could be some of the games were like maybe two, three thousand people. I mean, this indoor hall is about 5,000. It's where Barcelona in basketball is playing or handball is playing or hockey is playing. So, uh, But that was fun. It was a good time. And, uh, but were you a skillful futsal player? Yeah, of course. It was, if I was there, it's because I had some, some uh, skills. So, uh, absolutely. And but you were more skillful in futsal than in ordinary football then? or I mean, I spent more time. I think I was 17 when I moved directly to, to futsal. Uh, but I always said something. Uh, many of the learning in futsal, it's really needed uh, when you play football. And actually, I can see many details that you have in futsal that some players sometimes they don't apply in football because they never experienced that before. When you play in small areas uh, with players pushing you all the time, you need to be skillful to protect the ball, for example. This is something that we look all the time in footballers. How good are you using the body? Uh, and sometimes we don't see that. And it's because, you know, you have bigger spaces in football, you have more time to think. So maybe you don't have so much body contact with the opposition as often as you have in futsal. But when you play futsal um, in Barcelona, yes, the top uh, top level, yes, elite serien? That was Obos at that time. Obos? Yes. Yeah. So it was second division at that time. How the uh, have you have you some trophies in the? No way, I was not that good. <laughs> uh, not the national team player. No, and I know you see, the, I play for Catalonia uh, when I was under 19 and under 21. Uh, so it's like uh, yeah, the region of Catalonia in the national team, some uh, national uh, competitions. But that was all. Who would have been the best futsaler of the Rosberg players today? A good point. En av få gang Petter Asmus har fått et godt spørsmål da. Og nå tenker han her. Ja, nå tenkes det. Hvem er den beste, hvem ville vært den beste fotballspilleren ja, på Rosmorg? Uh, Eddie. Eddie? Ja. Marius. You know these guys. They are technical. Ja, det tror jeg. Ja. You know, technical. Yeah, they protect well the ball. Marius Broholm, ja. Ja, ja. ja. Paul André var jo kjempegod, sant? Han har jo litt sånn den der... Ja. Gamle typen. Nå er det mer teknisk, ikke det? Ja, men han har jo litt sånn ja, den fysikken der. Men, men, men vi skal ikke bruke masse tid på det, men var du... In front, scoring goals or back, supporting the... In front, actually, ah. because I was like a target striker, turning around, you know, and then kicking right, left at once. So <laughs> it's like a, a pivot in... Yeah, it's like a pivot in basketball, you know, that yeah. you are uh, close to the basket and then you fight in there and then trying to 
to, to throw the ball in so that a case. target man in futsalen yeah and then when you get older you go back <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. now you don't want to fight you're there delivering right and left and that's all men um, så har vi snakket lite om bakgrunden sånt men but is it if you do a tysker now on mm. training Mm. Could you go in the middle and be, or could you be fantastic in the in the firkant with the Rosenborg players now? I mean, I, Rondo. Rondo. I'm there sometimes. You are? Yeah, yeah, because I love that and I like to play sometimes. But uh, I can be a joker outside, so I'm delivering just right left. So that's fine. I can deal with that. So uh, <laughs> and I want to do it, of course. I I like to be with the shoes on, you know, and yeah, touch yeah. the football. Absolutely. <laughs> Jag snackar lite om bakgrunden alltså med UFA licens sant universitet de Leida Geida. Yes. Ja, bachelor i fysisk aktivitet, master i high performance for team sports och doktor doktorgrad, doktorship. I'm a student doing okay. my doctorate in uh, in Liverpool University, which now is paused because it's so difficult to combine uh, all these studies and research when you are fully at work especially at the beginning now that we are trying to set days are lo- really long now and not days off uh, at all so um but it's there and it's a personal investment because i love to know more about football and i'm what, curious what do you research in your uh, work with the dr grad yeah it's about <laughs> what we call team coordination uh-huh. so it's about collective behaviors try to understand uh, from a scientific point of view which is difficult mm-hmm. how humans we behave but in in the football in the sport so we tried with different uh, algorithms formulas try to collect data about uh, teams well synchronized or okay. teams not well synchronized sagt på trøndersk fotballnerding på svært høyt nivå <laughs> ja det er korrekt det er korrekt men jeg lurer litt på for at vi nærmer oss rundt her da men du sa til mig på telefon før jul eller når du var klar da det var etter jul men at i 2011 så dro du til Sverige litt tilfeldig du ville prøve noe nytt mm. og da reiste du bare fra Spania til Sverige uten noen jobb yes Bare sånn, og begynte å knock on doors, ringte på dører. Yeah, why not? I mean, I always... <laughs> Hvorfor? I always wanted to go abroad, and uh, I love my village and my city and my country, but uh, I just felt I, I want to know more around, I want to travel. I love traveling. Hvorfor Sverige? Uh, that was because my partner at the time, uh, she had the possibility to study in Sweden. So then I moved there and uh, in, to Stockholm, and that was the reason. That was the the the, the reason why, why we went there, and then for me it was like, yeah, I want to I want to know football clubs around, and then I I knocked doors in Hammarby, in Jugorn, and Oiko, all around the city, and I started working with um, kids uh, with Hammarby, then with Jugorn, and that was the starting point. So I start from scratch in the city in the country, and that was fine, fantastic process of learning and uh, and meeting a lot of people. Men fra fra å være der da, kids in Djurgården, mm. så blir du um, fysisk trener for Norge med Per Mathias. Yeah, but before that, uh, coming from Djurgården in the academy like five years, uh, I went to the first team as a physical coach with Magnus Persson at the time. That was the head coach of the, uh, the A team before Per Mathias came. Then Magnus left after six months and Per came. And since then, uh we we worked together for six months per came back to norway to the uh, launch logget and he just called me yeah and then we then I, it, that was the moment i i remember going to 
uh, Oleval. Ja. Uh, meeting pair and all the people in the association and uh, and say yes, I'm here. I, I make a presentation of three, four, five hours. I don't remember the whole day. And yeah, this is a okay guy. Maybe he can come and work with us. So that was the story to come to Norway. Och det var ett landslag på gott och vont, ett landslag som slog Kroatia på det bästa och ett landslag som inte klarte yes. er, heller inte det landslaget klarte att kvalificera sig till mästerskap. Men det är er ganska kul och utypisk karriärväg då. Mm. Lite sån präglat av tillfälligheter som kanske en varje karriär är er, att man mm. startar ett sted och så plötsligt är er man coach på landslaget liksom det of course uh, i mean you know at uh, at football things change pretty fast mm. you could be going from Yugon uh, to the norwegian national team trying to qualify for uh, an international competition var det du som satte markus henriksen som spiss mot ungarn var det du som bestämde det ja det är bra fråga bra sportsmål yeah. actually he asked me the the first week he asked me exactly the same question jordi why why, why did i play striker <laughs> He still don't know. He still don't know. Uh, but uh, I will try to figure out the answers soon. <laughs> okay, bare kjapt videre. Du har vært flere... Det er et jævlig bra spørsmål. Han skåret, Markus, da. Men det var jo et meget omdiskutert uh, vag. Men du har vært i Stabæk, du har vært i Sandefjord, du har vært uh, flere plasser i Norge før da du kom til Hekken og ble mm. sammen med Per Mathias igen. Uh, your own ambitions as head coach? Is that your main target? Actually, of course, it's part of the career, uh, and I felt always a coach, and I've been coaching many years in in other academy level teams. Uh, but in my senior time with professional footballers, I always felt I'm a, a football coach. It's true, I I got I had the responsibility for the physical department, but I don't know how to do my job without coaching football. Men har du en dröm att bli chef, chefen, chefen? I'm, I'm pretty. I always said it has to be organic and natural. This work with Alfred came not by asking absolutely anything. Actually, after Hecken uh, this last year, many other coaches has been asking me like, "Would you like to uh, be my assistant or even be uh, head coach in one of the teams in Sweden?" Uh, so it came pretty naturally because when people knows me, they understand or they know that at the end I'm a, one more coach. So uh, now I'm assistant coach. That's what I want to focus on, and uh, and time will say. Did you just say that you could have been a head coach for a Swedish top club? Yeah, not top club, no. but that I could be like a, like you know, co-coach for some team. Uh, um, in Sweden, yes. Mm. Han blev väl Foyston, fo- assistenten som du känner Martin. Han blev väl headcoach i Örgrytel och Exactly. Ja. And Martin is in Som var Hugmos assistent. Uh, men till slut för det var social pornografi, sant? Eh, där jag snackat med dig på telefon. Så snackade jag första gången du snackade med en så lade på så sa du han liker mal. Ja. He's a painter. You like to paint? Yeah, I was studying arts at That's the university. That's the first thing Ole told me after yeah. speaking to you. He said That's... he said he liked to paint. Yeah, I love that because I was studying in Barcelona arts at the university because art is, uh, I love it. I mean, I, I, I like to paint, I like sculpture, I like to, I like art and all type of art. Uh, that's why I told you I was asking if there is nice theaters yeah. in the city because of course I can I, I can put check on theaters but to ask me about operas and then <laughs> I wasn't sure anymore <laughs> well, we can talk about concerts events you know music uh, a lot a lot that's great and uh, events I like uh, art in many 
the different expressions. Uh, but I like to paint, and this is something, but imagine, if I have a PhD, I have my job here, I have to set my life, and I want to paint, right now I have to put some uh, some order and prioritize some of the things. But yes, my target this year is I, I can spend some time uh, painting more. Are you getting good? Mm, are well, you like a monk, or are you a Picasso, <laughs> or are you a Rembrandt? I don't know, like Knut, what's your style? Knut Neidrum. It's a good question. Uh, I like Impressionism. Old, old Neidrum. I like impressionism. Impressionism. Mm. Yes, uh, but uh, you know I like uh, Dali as well a lot because one of my holiday places is this small village where he was living in oh. the coast of Barcelona, Cadaqués, uh, and that's the place I like to go there. It's beautiful. It's pretty inspiring environment. So it's figurative then. You don't paint just colors. You paint. Yeah, more figurative. You're right. Uh, it's not abstract. It's no. not abstract. That's true. Uh, but I like, you know, to be surrounded by this environment of really creative people, a positive energy. At the end, is everything related, isn't it? People with mm. this positive and creative, and this is inspiring. Now we have Tete, he is positive. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, I want to get inspired with people around me, and uh, art is one of the reasons of people with an artistic side is uh, giving me a lot. Um, two questions more to Fordi uh, hvor bor han er et spørgsmål, men nu bor du og vi er jo i Fremadsveien. Yes. We're neighbors. Yeah. We're neighbors. Du bor på hotellet rett over gata her. For how long? For uh, as long as I can find an apartment or place where to live in the city. Uh, so actually, after um, our podcast here together, we, I go to the bank and, and talk to them and see if they can help me to find a place. So uh, hopefully in a short period of time, absolutely. So I can set... Uh, my private life in a in a nice place. Og Alfred han kommer jo med sin sambo. Mm. You're traveling alone. Yes, I'm alone uh, right now here and that's how it is. That's how it is. Um you heard it. Thank you so much for ta- having the time. Tack så mycket. Tusen tack. Tusen tack. Det var interessant og spennende. Det samme. Ja, hyggelig. Uh, veldig trevlig å treffe jer. Han er så, bra på svensk. Ja, ja. Vi blir tatt alt på svensk. <laughs> Tusen takk, Petter. Vi snakkes neste uke. Det er vi. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.